Welcome to Dustress. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. We'd like to thank our patrons. Brian Bridges, Don Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. And now, let's get to the story. All right, Sean. You love mm-hmm. math. Mm-hmm. So look at the hexes on the map and tell me at the speed y'all are traveling how long it's going to take y'all to get to the cove. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. have to math because I don't like to math. All right. So because you, your horse does not count as... You typically uh, cover two hexes per day on foot or four hexes on horseback. Uh, two horses on horseback. But that's not adjusted um, for the speed. We will instead cover three hexes at the same rate. Uh, if I keep with his horse's speed. All right. So then y'all should actually be reaching the cove uh, that evening. Late, I'd say late that night, early morning. Because you're only about three hexes away. Nice. This is your job during travel time, though, because you can adjust for the speeds and everything. Yeah. Uh, If we hasted, which we could do, but didn't state that we were doing this time, um, that would put you up to 90-something, and we could probably land four or five. I'd have to do some more detailed math, but uh, I would expect four or five when we're hasted. Well, like I said, you're only about three hexes away, so it's not an extremely long journey normally. Right. Because this island is not huge by any means. So we'll have y'all getting into town then. Uh, We'll say probably around, I don't know, nine in the evening. And of course, it's is the pirate town. The cove is. So... They don't necessarily keep business hours here anyhow. There are still people out and about and doing their thing. So I would probably also uh, land um, outside of town, like a safe distance. (laughs) So that there's not just a giant fucking bat swooping into town. Okay. Uh, Meet up with Brigard at that point and head on in. All right, so where in particular are y'all going first? And it had still been a long day's travel, so I imagine my eating companions probably want something to eat. So to the barrel hog. You ready for this, Don? Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, arriving uh, near the outskirts of town with a uh, dire bat, Rick, and human. Uh, humanoid form. <laughs> Brigard's first stop will be the stables to. Uh, uh, get his horse taken care of. All right. Um, you will get uh, a little bit of a strange look about this horse uh, from the stable master. Yep. And uh, he will tell you that uh, given the, uh, at least it appears from all appearance uh, that the horse is on fire. 
he's going to have to require something of a deposit just in case it burns the stables down. Yep. And that's uh, completely fair. He will. Uh, let's see how much money I have. I haven't actually spent money in so long. <laughs> um, oh, I got. I, uh, would 20 gold cover the insurance? All right. Okay, so I'm just going to deduct 20 gold. Uh, and the horse is perfectly fine. It's There's nothing actually wrong with it. It's just from the south. The south, you say? Yes, the deep south. I see. Uh, well, I, I guess I've never been that far south. So, uh, yeah, that finished. He's going to uh, hike up his weapons and everything and uh, walk back uh, towards town. All right. Into town. So y'all are headed to the feral hog. Mm-hmm. So the question is still, are you ready for this, Don? I am. All right. So, Mr. Dick Orty, we'll see three individuals enter his bar. Uh, Brigard and Rick will, of course, recognize the man behind the bar, as y'all stayed here last time you were in the cove. Um... What do you do? <laughs> I was going to do a cop-out thing where they arrived at the feral hog and there was a note and I just read one little sentence saying uh, he was out dealing with a Taraxis fella. But uh, I'm going to I'm going to do this. <laughs> <clears throat> Rick, Brigord, good day. What brings you to the feral hog? Uh, food for the most part, at least for these two, I've got to go talk to Karina. Y'all, you don't want to hang out and shoot the breeze with me anymore, Rick? I'll be back. I just have business. <laughs> all yeah, right, you all right. know that Karina's not in port. Uh, a little bit of bad news for you, Rick, if I may. Uh, Karina's actually out on errands. She's not even in the cove right now. She's out on the sea. All right. And then can I get a room for a bit? All business today, Rick. Oh, oh, very well, very well. And he'll reach down and throw a key uh, at Rick. I'll I'll take the key. I'll toss, I don't know, like five gold on the counter. Big spender. You guys have been busy since the last time. We yeah, have been. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wave to him and the other two and, and head off to my room uh, to where I will cast Sending to Karina um, and ask her or I'll ask her where she is send that so I gave her an item to communicate with me she yeah she is in Valinor working on gathering the information you requested alright I will send another message uh, stating that we will uh, probably be there before too long so I will meet her there alright and then I'll come back downstairs, but that'll probably take me a couple minutes because I have to heal in between casting those. Well, I think while you're doing that, Darlena would order her some food. Has been traveling all day. Mm-hmm. On so, the back uh, of a bat? Yes. And uh, uh, Dick will serve her and uh, he'll 
say to her, uh, now I, I don't believe I've seen you around these parts in a while. Mm, nope, hadn't been down to the cove since, uh, well, pretty much since got to the island. Coves didn't exist the first time I was here. Pre-cove? All, all right. Uh, well, you traveling with these two now? For the time being. Did uh, Russell get into some hot water, so to speak? No, nothing like that. He's got a, a business of made, going all legit on us. Russell going legit. Oh, I, I can't believe that. Well, uh, so they were a, a uh, man down, as Brigard likes to say. Now, he's not trying to sneak into my profits, is he? Do I have anything to worry about? Has he got a, a foreign establishment? He's he's opened a, a uh, I guess you could call it a gambling den that also offers the service of some ladies. Oh, I see. Low-hanging fruit. Maybe it's time we make a little franchise. <laughs> You'll have to take that up with him. Well, if he ever wants to make his way down here, we could sit down, break bread. Brigor, are you just going to sit there at the door? I fucking hate me. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Dick. I was just a little winded from the road down from Hill Point. I'll have just... All that running you had to do. <laughs> yes, <Sorry>. Rick. Manipulating <laughs> a horse for 12 hours does take a lot out of me. And Brigard will go to the bar, uh, have whatever uh, Darlena is eating, and uh, sit there and shovel food into his face for the next few lines of dick. <laughs> Don, I'm just going to say that before this episode airs, you need to have either a PayPal link or a coffee link. <laughs> so that... Uh, our, 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 our listeners can fully appreciate you and reward you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. And uh, seeing Rick bound down the stairs. Well, now, Rick, if you got your, your manners back in place, can I get you something, a drink? I'll take a drink, yeah. All right, what uh, do you have? That's something cheap. <laughs> Lovely. And he'll... <laughs> She'll go get tap water, slam the mug down, and just <laughs> slide it across the bar. Tell you what, Rick, this one's on the house. Uh, I'll pay him two silver for it. Well, it's great to have you back. I uh, heard Hill Point got into a spot of bother themselves. I assume you two had something to do with that? Uh, yeah. Uh, Dick, was it? Yes. Dick Horny. Let's let's play a game, Dick. Name some trouble that erupts around these two that isn't a direct line to them. Hmm. Quite the riddle master you got here. <laughs> it still seems like you made it out just fine. You two looked like the the picture of health. Rick, you look like you haven't aged a day. <laughs> it's been what two weeks has it only been two weeks blimey that's not Australian <laughs> <laughs> and the word is 
It seems like time is just this weird construct that you don't really know that it's only been two weeks when it feels like it's been months. Nearly a year since I've seen you two. You uh, you have a lot of alcohol in here, uh, Dick. Yeah, go off there for you. Would you Would you like some of that? No, I'm fine. I'll have one. <laughs> I got you, might. And Dick will pour himself a very tall glass of shut the fuck up. Very no. expensive <laughs> wine. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, Just uh, the vodka. And the vodka. Sorry. <laughs> No, you're fine. He'll have it and he'll just take a long, long pull as Don remembers how time works. <laughs> <laughs> this is the full bottle of wine glass. To be fair, it may not be Dick's fault. He has had a run in with Taraxis. Yes. <laughs> it's not like I'm this omnipotent being that bounces around planes and timelines like some sort of jackass. So forgive me for confusing two weeks for several, several months. Anyway, Rick, you're looking very nice, very spiffy armor, very, very nice weaponry you're all carrying there. Brigord, you're looking fit to kill. Yes, Dick. Thank you. I've I made a deal with the devil, so to speak. I don't have anything for that. <laughs> <laughs> just deadpan just drinks drinks some water I, I feel like Lena is almost face planted into the bar at this point with laughter <laughs> he just 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 drinks his water not looking at anyone or anything just not saying a damn thing <laughs> well all that you asked but I did decorate in here a little bit I brought in some some streamers I I open the windows occasionally during the day. Now it's it's very nice. It's it's actually come a long way since the last time I saw you. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> last I heard, you were on a tape that got thrown in the ocean. <laughs> no, that's I didn't say that. I can't say that. Only Dick can say that. No. Uh, <laughs> now, now, Rick, in the last few weeks, have you gotten any better about your organization of certain files? Have you have you gotten a clearer handle on how to properly collate, record, store, and upload? There's no. <laughs> Sean has been very careful about downloading things that he's supposed to download. Yes. Now you're clearing your cookies. You're you're clearing your your browser history regularly. You're you're making sure you're taking care of all that stuff on top of whatever you're doing up in Hillpoint. <laughs> just squinting at you like what? What <laughs> do you fucking know about the internet? And it doesn't work here anyway. What the fuck? Yes, Rick, I know quite a lot of things about quite a lot of things. The internet just happens to be a tiny sliver of my massive knowledge. I'm not just a barkeep, you know, I do get around. 
I may have a blind spot here and there, but I know that you guys are on a mission of great import. I just like turn and I look at Brigard and I look at Darlena. Darlena is like face down in the bar laughing at all this. She just cannot keep a straight face. <laughs> now, is there anything I can help you with while you're in the cove? Is there anything I can do that can help you guys on your noble crusade of world, well, salvation? Dick, I think I could uh, use uh, a room and a much stronger drink. <laughs> I can do that, my dear, right here. Well, now, now, you just take this bottle and you just go upstairs and you just have a nice lie down. If you need me, just, you know, ring the bell and Dick will come a coming. Oh, promises, promises. <laughs> and she'll take the bottle and head upstairs. It's just still like, just like, what? <laughs> you got a little firecracker there with you now. You boys think you can handle her? <laughs> I just <laughs> look back at him and I'm just like, what? <laughs> Darlena, she's, she's a fiercely powerful woman. What were you guys thinking taking her along? Was Russell really that predisposed to his own business that he couldn't come along with you at this uh, okay go ahead please <laughs> he's just like uh, okay Brigger yeah. will pipe up okay yeah Brigger will pipe up it seemed like a good idea she had the city watch down to a science down to an art and we thought it would be good to travel in another party of three each of us watch each other's backs and it just seemed like she was ready for an adventure herself. Well, that was a real nice kind of you, Brigold. Very nicely done. Think you guys are in for quite the treat to see her unleashed on the foes. Now, I don't know what brings you all here. Like I said, I do not know everything, but I do know you wouldn't have come back here if this wasn't a stepping stone to a larger step towards your destiny. Am I right? I guess I and like I am just like you know what Rick is gonna take his first he's gonna take the type magic mask and he's gonna put it on and he's gonna look at Nick okay so are you putting on the alchemy mask or the detect magic mask the alchemy mask um there is a very very strong, almost blindingly strong divine aura around this man. I take it off, squinting, and I put on my detect magic mask and look Roll at him. Roll fortitude save. Yay! This again. Now, my this isn't Masquerade Monday, Rick. What's with the mask <laughs> flipping? Oh, 11. I get plus one to this. Okay. Uh, roll a d6. A d6. One. Okay, well, you got off easy. You're only going to be blind for the next hour. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, Brigard. Yes, Rick. Wait, I have life sense. I can, I, I know where he's at, Brigard. Um, I'm right next to you, Rick. I'm right here. What's wrong? Yes, I know where you are. I can't see everything else. Dick, did you poison Rick's drink? 
No, you didn't poison my drink. No, Brigord, all remember, I did was give him a look. Did you bite off more than you could chew there, Rick? You remember the book, Brigord? There have been lots of books, Rick. The, the, uh, you have an entire mm, library. Last time this happened, do you remember the book? The book, Brigard. Last time. The book. Yes, of course. You, you, you looked upon. You did the thing again. I just like probably not very well. I just like point at him from under the bar. I'm like, <laughs> now, Rick. We're all friends here. If there's something you gotta say, say it at us all. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a walk and I stand up and I try and just maneuver myself out of the room using the blips of what are people as <laughs> as as a guiding force and hoping I can remember where a table is versus the paths in between. Well, well, Rick. The DM is fixing to rescue Don from himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, because uh, Darlena is going to ring the bell, folks. Okay. Uh, now, I believe that's my cue, gents. If you'll excuse me, I have some much more important duties to attend to. Brigord, help yourself to the bar. Rick, watch out for the door to your left. But Rick, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I adjust, but like every second I'm like getting more nervous and it's just like, like fumbling for the fucking door. Warmer, yeah. colder, colder, warmer, warmer. You're on fire, Rick. You're on fire. <laughs> it's just like, just like checking himself to make sure he's not fully really on fire and he goes out the door. And uh, as he goes out the door, well, Brigord, it was great to see you. Help yourself to any room. They're all yours. You got run of the place. Just, I'll see you in the morning. And uh, <laughs> Dick will uh, toss the rag uh, he was half-assed cleaning the glasses with onto the bar, straighten his tunic, and uh, make his way upstairs <laughs> to provide some customer service. <laughs> <sighs> And this is our finest port wine. It pairs very nicely <laughs> with cheddar. Uh, and here's a little bit of Chianti. If everybody does not send you a dollar for that, Don, I'm going to be disappointed. Uh, <laughs> let me know how it plays, because as I kept doing it, I realized I, I'm not terrible at it. The, 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 <laughs> laughing, the laughing and everything broke me out of it, but I think I could do that. Uh, I just I had zero idea we were going to the cove when we started tonight. <laughs> 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 oh goodness for some Can reason I, I thought we were going north um but yeah this isn't something i don't feel uh terribly comfortable <laughs> with oh you handled that so well thank you so well i love that that that, that will be a real treat for everybody <laughs> rick where are you going once he's outside, he is he doesn't have as much population density to navigate with. So he's going to do the move at half speed bit and just try and make his way 
to the nearest alley. Okay, uh, he gets a few paces, then he hits something really hard. Something metal-like. What? Hi, my name is Seder Jax. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Please feel free to cut that. That was just for us. <laughs> I was so confused. The world's oh, colliding. <laughs> I got dropped. I got dropped off back here by some jackass named Taraxis that was supposed to take me back. To My Lord and Savior Taraxis saved me and sent me here after I completed his mission. Now I'm here to kill a child. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Santa Jax killing babies? Because his uh, Lord and Savior Taraxis told him to. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Brian, for the assist. That was an alley oop. Uh, uh, so uh, back in the feral hog, Brigard is uh, just—he's now made his way around the bar, and he's now looking at uh, all the different bottles, and he's just helping himself to a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, just, oh God. just little sips. He—he uh, he doesn't really know what he likes, but since he's now got the run of it, he's just lined up uh, a series of small glasses and just a dollop of each in each one uh, a dollop of one in each i should say uh and he's just shots 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 shot, yep shot, that's exactly shot. what he's doing and uh just getting a feel for it all right well interesting night uh <laughs> so are you sleeping in the alley rick or no i'm hiding while i wait for my sight to come back <gasps> Okay, so what are you going to do once you can see again? Because Brigard is running a bar. I'm going back inside. Yeah, Brigard is running a bar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brigard, we need to talk. Yes, Rick, there are restrooms in the bar. You didn't have to go outside to relieve yourself. I couldn't see, Brigard. Of course, I'm sorry. I've, I've had a couple drinks. Can I pour you one? No, uh, um, do you, do you not feel worried at all? I feel pretty good right now, Rick, actually. I look at all the shots. <laughs> Are you drunk? I have drunk several of these, yes. <sighs> it is troublesome, though, that you were blinded again. Was it the masks? Maybe the masks are at fault. I don't think the masks are at fault. It's okay if you made a mistake crafting these masks, Rick. There's no shame the in one. I only made one of these. Was that the one that blew up in your face? <laughs> yes, but the other one lent credence to the effect regardless. I don't understand you anymore, Rick. Dick lights up really 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 bright yes he was positively beaming as he left the bar to go upstairs no Brickard <laughs> like when I look at you with this you show up as a divine caster with your little little my little what Rick spurt thing <laughs> 
and everybody is more or less on the same level. I could barely look at him. And then I looked at him with this one that detects magic, and I couldn't see for an hour. I wonder why you would go outside when we have perfectly good restrooms here. In fact, if you'll excuse me, and uh, Burger's going to throw the throw that same rag down and go to the back and uh, pull out a bucket. I need to clean <laughs> these things. Dick entrusted me to the bar. If you need to talk, talk with me while I clean. Burger, uh, I cast prestidigitation. There, it's done. <laughs> That's much simpler than what I was doing before. Thank you, Rick. And he'll go back, put the bucket away, go back behind the bar. You Burger, think I need Dick you is- to- need you to focus and uh brigard will frown put his uh put the rag down uh lean over the bar both elbows on the bar okay rick i'm here now i'm focused the book the book of asmodeus yes little little god item blind yes. blinded me oh nothing nothing else has done that even, even, and I point at the storm stick, not even that. What does the storm stick look like when viewed under the masks? It's strong, but nothing like that. Uh, it was divine magic, right? If I remember correctly. Yes. Like divine magic, powerful, but nothing, nothing on that level at all. Could he be a descendant of a god? Ah, hell if I know. Or Maybe. a god in disguise? It seems Maybe. like a strange place to want to be a god of. It's The decoration has improved. He wasn't wrong about that, but it's still just a bar in a pirate town. Yeah. And that's what worries me. Perhaps he's on our side. He was asking if there was anything he could do to help us. Maybe. Maybe not. Big problem is what if he's not? Rick, I feel this is the same kind of thinking that got us into the predicament with the slavers in that fight in Hill Point. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just fucking terrified. He's always been very kind to us. He's opened his doors to us, let us have the run of the place. He's offered us housing. It seems weird for our enemy to put us in such a situation and then and then Burger's going to drop off. But if this is a trap, then he is more devious than I imagined. Is there any way we can discern whose side he is on? If he's that powerful, there's no batting if magic works on him properly. No good way. He'll either have to leave it. Gara escape now, then? Oh, he's with Darlena. You gonna leave her behind? She seems like she could handle herself. Maybe she could fend off Dick while we make our escape and we meet up out of town. No, we can't just. Especially given the implied situation, I don't think we can just. If he is a god, doesn't that mean he can hear and perceive what we're doing right now? Fuck yeah, probably. Uh, Rick stands up and walks towards the stairs. Brigard will slowly walk towards the hallway and look around the corner up the stairs. 
<laughs> Rick is proceeding quickly towards... I guess the room with the most noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not difficult well, to pinpoint. I, I mean, I, I can tell how many people are in the rooms and whatnot. As right. long as he still counts as being alive. Yeah. Does... Well, I guess, does it seem like there's anything bad or anything going on inside? There's nothing bad going on inside. Okay. There's a lot of right going on inside. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. I, I meant like Darlena's not like being strung up and torn inside out or anything. Yeah. No. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shibari. Um... Oh, it's okay for Dick to know Shibari, but not the internet. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's just ropes. Uh, Where do you think he learned it from? <laughs> well, then that's a problem. Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that would be an, an extremely awkward situation then to uh, kick the door in on. Yeah, yeah, it would. At the count of three, Rick? No. Uh, Four? No, they're fucking. Well, yes, I understood that. <laughs> I, I can hear that. Uh, would an evil god seduce one of our own to turn them against us? Oh, they would. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, fuck it. Uh, what? No, <laughs> you stay. Not necessarily right here, but you stay here. I'll I'll be back, and I'm gonna go into the woods, and I'm gonna cast legend lore on Dick Horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love this episode. <laughs> All this was made possible by the name given to us. By Manly Bryant. This is all his fault, really. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> can we just title this episode, Damn It, Brian? <laughs> yes, yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, while Rick just left, Brigger's just standing there, just awkwardly <laughs> yeah, in his hallway. Just, so. just awkwardly. Oh, like, he... I did things with my hands and I wasn't thinking about it. I said, not here, as in like, like right where we're at, but like here, mm -hmm. as in like the bar is what he would have been like. The relative here. Okay. The relative here, yes. Yeah, after a few moments of just standing there and having people sometimes leave a room and walk down the hall, and he just stand there. It's this real awkward hallway uh, etiquette right now. He'll eventually just make his way back down to the bar and start serving more drinks. All right. So, Rick. Yes. Out in the woods with the legend lore. Mm -hmm. I'm right, actually going to describe uh, this spell. Okay, so legend lore brings to your mind. Uh, actually, I'm going to cast vision instead. It's just a faster version of the same spell. Um, functions as legend lore, which I will read. Um, Brings things to mind about an important person, place, or thing. If the person or thing is at hand, or if you're in the planet in question, the casting time is only 1d4 times 10 minutes, or if you have only detailed information on the 
person, blah, blah, blah. Casting time is 1d10 days. Vision will instead make it a standard action. Um, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I have to make a uh, caster level check is um, against a DC 20. Um, uh, it would be DC 25 for me. Or, hold on. What gets added to the 20? Uh, my caster level. So, uh, does he count as being at hand? Someone's hand. <laughs> um, I don't think he actually counts as being at hand. You're not that close by to him. Okay, then I have to roll a 20. Uh, <laughs> but the good news is I can wait for a little while and do this again. It's still faster than 2d10 days. I have failed. Ooh, what do you get on a fail? Are you deaf? Um, no. Oh. Uh, basically, I'm immune to the downsides of the spell, uh, which is being fatigued. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so a few minutes later, or actually, no, not even a few minutes, like a minute or so later. Nah. Failure. Again. Failure. Again. Failure. 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 <laughs> Failure. Failure. <laughs> Failure. God damn it. Roll this... 20. <laughs> Failure. Dick so, is... Failure. Rick's Dick out is... in the woods all night. Yeah, <laughs> Dick is the one getting laid and... Run, uh, Sean is over there being the, the Dom. Failure. <laughs> Just get it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Failure. So at some point, I assume Brigard will go to sleep. Uh, He's going to just keep serving until uh, Rick comes back. But eventually he is going to pass out from the alcohol consumption and just curl up behind the bar with a dish rag as his uh, blanket. So I'm guessing somewhere between 20 and 30 casts in, uh, I get a success. Okay. And what do you get to know is the question. (laughs) I, uh, I want to know who Dick Horny is and... I receive a vision about it, Uh. and uh, because he's not at hand at the moment, the information is incomplete, but not uh, vague. Well, Dick Horney is a bartender. He has uh, been in the cove pretty much since its establishment. But as far as like his history, uh, prior to that, he has tended bar all over Dustrous. Um, and he never seems to age. Uh, damn it, damn it, damn it. I kicked the dirt. Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna cast greater invisibility on myself first, and then I'm gonna creep up to the window. Oh 
<laughs> so he's within my sight. And I'm gonna cast it again. And that's high enough to pass that lower DC. And I get a, a vision about it. It doesn't say that it's incomplete this time. I gain detailed information. Basically, all you're going to figure out through any of this is that pretty much from what you can tell, he's been around for an extremely long time. And he never changes. Drop down. <laughs> I'm going to go back inside. Is Brigard still awake? The Brigard's passed out behind the bar. I'm going to pick Brigard up and I'm going to drag him outside. Brigard's pretty tired. <laughs> he rode all day and drank all night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I was waking him up. I'm just picking him up and taking him outside. And what are you doing with Brigard's unconscious body? I am walking towards the woods. Oh, my goodness. You make these decisions without thinking about how they sound, and then you're like, why does everybody <laughs> think Rick's bad? <laughs> So I don't know. You were just spying on two people having sex and then took your unconscious comrade into the woods. <laughs> Watching them have sex wasn't enough. He uh, basically tried to cast augury on the person having sex. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so Rick is up to his normal. <laughs> on brand. What are you doing with Brick's unconscious body in the woods? I'm not unconscious. Our Brigard's unconscious body in the woods. I am... I am going to uh, cast Lesser uh, Restoration on him as a witch spell to undrunkify him and then I'm going to wake him up. What's Brigard. going What Brigard? What, Rick? Tired. I cast Keep Watch on you. Wake up. I don't know what that spell does. It makes you not have to sleep. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Brigger uh, immediately jolts wide awake. Rick, did you cast teleport? What are we doing in the woods? You drank too much. You passed out and you were tired. Uh, so uh, we're not far in the woods, but hopefully he's distracted. So he's been around for basically forever. He doesn't age. He doesn't change. Uh, he's got superpowered magic in in him, at least. Um, and he has, to the best of my knowledge, just tended bar for forever and ever. And as long as Dustress has been around, perhaps. And I don't know. But, uh, so, um, I think, uh, do you... Mm, this is perhaps this is probably a very stupid idea but um, can you talk to your uh, I look kind of like glance back at the stables friend Darlena no <laughs> dick no burger, the fucking the fucking devil the goddamn Asmodeus Asmodeus yes I mean I have a spell where I can commune with him do you do you need me to commune with Asmodeus now over a bartender? We we weren't allowed to keep the fucking book longer than we had to read it. And this dude's just been hanging around here for forever. 
I would like to know what the fuck his deal is before we go and try and do something and we go walk in to the big fucking dungeon or, or throne room or whatever the fuck is at the end of this and there being fucking Dick Horny sitting in the goddamn fucking throne being like, oh, I see you've walked straight into my trap, yeah? It would be very embarrassing for us all if he did turn out to be the final boss of this campaign. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I was taking a drink. <laughs> Got him. Uh, if I haven't cast this spell in a, well, less than two weeks, I will try it now if you wish. He looks like torn like this is like he thinks this is a bad idea but he thinks not knowing perhaps is a worse idea so he just nods elsewhere uh dick horny says knowledge is power <laughs> <laughs> that's an odd thing to say when you're banking a chick but okay he's got some omniscience i don't know what he's got uh <laughs> That was dumb. Uh, then Brigard will, okay, uh, I will cast a spell, but I I cannot promise how it will turn out. And uh, he will just kind of crouch down and cast Commune. All right. So when you reach out to Asmodeus this time, things happen in a way that's a bit different than you've really seen before. And Rick can see this too. Um, the entire area around you takes on this very odd appearance. It looks like the trees are on fire and such, even though they're not actually burning. Um, it's like nothing is being consumed by this fire, but there are flames all around you. And you will see that some of this fire that will take a shape that is very familiar to both of you, really, because of the picture that was on the book, even. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, uh, it's Asmodeus, but it's not like his physical form. The flames are being manipulated to make this form. Okay. And uh, he will step out of the flame and be like, <laughs> triggered. I, uh, See, you've brought a friend with you. Yes, um, I'd introduce you, but I feel like you already know who he is. Uh, of course I know. He's the one that wants to play uh, devil against devil. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, like, Rick probably doesn't yell. He just probably goes, fuck, under um, his breath. You probably know why I contacted you then. Uh, I know you have questions. I'm not sure exactly what's going on here. Uh, a a bartender we have come to know in our time industrious has been revealed to possess uh, abilities on the level of your book that we viewed before. And Rick here is concerned that he may be a foe. A man with godlike powers. I did not see any of these powers, but his masks have rarely been wrong. And he says, and Brigard will nudge Rick as he says it, says mm -hmm. that 
he was blinded by viewing Dick through the lens of these masks. Well, that is very interesting indeed. Tell me, my boy, do you remember the conversation we had when we first met? Uh, you promised me abilities in exchange for me undertaking this quest. I did, but I was speaking more about the uh, history that we learned. The war. And the disappearance of a god. A rastal. Yes, could that be a rastal? Don't know. I can't see this man you're talking about. He's right there with our friend Arlena. <laughs> and he just points straight at the building. A different kind of scene. He is shielded from you? Can Is that something only other gods can do? I suppose any of us could do it to some degree if we truly wanted to. Could someone that wasn't a god do it then? That would be a bit more difficult. They would need help from a god. Have you encountered, according to Rick, and he'll nudge him again, he says Dick Horney has been involved industrious all over since its inception, even before he claims. Have you? Uh, like, or no, no, the inception of the cove and then before, sorry. Yeah. Um, which, would I know, like, exactly when he first popped up? No. Episode 8. Um, all right. So, uh, have you not encountered this name? It's a unique name, I'm told. <laughs> well, I don't know that I've encountered this name before, but then again, if, uh, he's just been an bartender the entire time, I'm guessing not too many people would have reason to mention him. So he could be in hiding. Uh, possibly. I have trouble believing he would do this himself. Uh, breaking a contract that way. Who is breaking a contract? Well, if that is who you think it is, then he is. I don't understand. He had a contract to restore the world. To make it all livable again. And then he disappeared. Are you... The other gods of this world, do you know their locations at any given moment? Is there a way we could rule out everyone but Arasto? Well, I mean, they're all in their own little areas tucked away. I can communicate with any of them, if that's what you're asking. As far as I'm con as far as I have uh, seen, there is nobody else missing. You you spoke of his deeds. Could you tell me about Arastal as a being, as a person? As far as Duster's is concerned, ah. Uh, Saren Ray put up uh, the walls, actually. Um, and 
Well, he restored the land. And uh, we were working together to try to make the rest of the planet inhabitable when uh, Twilight's War broke out. After the war, he restored the island. And before we could get back to work, he disappeared. I was more speaking to his character as a personality. Was he jovial? Was he rude? Was he a philanderer? I would not not necessarily say he was... Our relationship was a business relationship. It is not like we were friends. Uh, question. Uh, given the situation, I don't know if Aristotle would be in any books or not. Would I have perhaps... Uh, read about him or be able to make a religion check? Or is he just... Uh, he, he he is in books because uh, he was around up until the time period of the, of the war. Uh, there are still people who who pray to him, worship him, that kind of thing. Uh, but... There's not been anyone received powers from him in uh, pretty much written history. Okay. Um, I'll roll religion then to see if I know anything about him. That's a nat one plus... I think it's one of my good knowledges, but that's still pretty bad. Um, Knowledge history. So that's an eight. Uh, oh, no, that's fam- 11. Sorry, religion, not history. You're you're familiar with the name um, and a vague notion of him having something to do with, like, farming and, and uh, community and uh, hunting and those kind of things. Okay. So now I know what Rick knows. But Rick, Rick is going to try and have as little input into this. Uh, <laughs> oh no, Asmodeus is definitely not going to uh, let you get away with that. Uh, he'll look over at you and, and be like, well, your friend uh, keeps nudging you. Don't you have anything to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you're, and I point at Brigard, looking for Aristotle, a farming <laughs> god who has been missing and was restoring the world Serenray put up the fish tank and so I take it outside it's bad uninhabitable you might possibly get around uh, somewhat if you stayed out of the light because you don't have to breathe there's not a way through the wall, though, is there? Is there a way around it? No. You will stay put. Okay, so this, this guy, if this is Aristotle, the fuck do we do? He's, he's just a god sitting in a goddamn bar. Well, if you truly think it is him or that it's a possibility that it's him... I would suggest you try to find out what happened. 
Perhaps after reclaiming this section of the world, he just wanted a break. It's a very long break, especially when you're under contract to do some work. Is there a divine law enforcement? <laughs> it doesn't call inevitable work that way, but uh, there are there are penalties for breaking a contract. So tell me, Rick, since we're having such this nice little meeting and all, um, let's hear about this half-baked plan of yours. <laughs> he just kind of like looked down at Brigard and was just like, fuck. Why are you looking down at Brigard? You were kneeling. Oh, okay, I was like, okay, never mind. I was like, what? I mean, if you stood back up, I, I redacted. Yeah, no, no, that, no. But... He's still, no, he's still crouched. I forgot I said crouched. I just, I was like, are you a dire bat again? How are you bigger than Brigard? But I got you. Uh, uh, obviously, you already know about it. So what's there to tell? I think this will be an interesting conversation to have. You haven't been exactly forthcoming with your friend here, have you? Darlena? No. no. Rick, are you keeping secrets from me again? Yeah, we're good, but this one wants to try and help. Brigger's going to close his eyes, just Picard face palming. <laughs> Rick, we're a team. We can't keep secrets from each other. That's how we got in this mess in the beginning. There's a difference between keeping secrets. Yeah, fine. I don't suppose I can get out of this because you're a fucking god. And we're just fucking bugs to you. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't bother having a conversation with you if I thought you were a bug. That's good, Rick. We're not bugs. He tasked me with a quest to bring back the relics of the old gods. And that's precisely what uh, Rick here is on about. That bow that I want you to have, Brigard. Yes. Rick has been offered a deal from... One of my, let's call him lesser colleagues, that uh, wants the bow for himself. And he has promised Rick here anything he wants if Rick will bring him that bow. Mm, that's a shitty spin on it. What do you need with the from this person, Rick? You have all this power. What more do you need? I was going to help somebody else get out from under him. Someone needs our help? Maybe somebody else do along the way. Ain't shit we can do about it, Brigard. Who are you trying to help? I know everyone you know. I don't know how much I can say without fucking things up. Well, Rick, you're standing before Asmodeus. Yeah, and that's all well and good. He knows. And he there's nothing knows. I can do about that. There are other people and other things. And. Here, Brigard. Let me see if I can explain this to you. Your boy here, he uh, he has a softer spot for people than he likes to let on. There are a couple of people back in Hill Point that are linked to entities that they do not wish to be linked to. Uh, bad choices made at bad timing, they claim. And they he are wishes enslaved. To no, not enslaved. They are followers of certain gods. 
they made commitments to them at a time period in their life where maybe they feel like they weren't fa- thinking straight or for other reasons. And they now wish to sever the ties with those gods. And Rick here wants to help them do that. If they weren't in the right frame of mind, why were they allowed to make this decision? They were not disabled in any way. They made their choice and now they regret it. Is there no way of breaking it? If they felt a different way, people change sometimes. They they grow and evolve. Um, there are certainly ways that they could... Uh, try to get other deities to negotiate on their behalf um, to allow them to fall under somebody else's umbrella. But uh, Rick here has decided that maybe he could just play games, play devil against devil and and uh, deal with it that way. Is this about Zov, Rick? <laughs> no. Not, no, not Zov. Zob's fine. It's about Mal and Gavin. Why don't they just entreat these other gods in favor? Why do we have to do it this way? Because devils are assholes that prey on people that are desperate. And then you can't change the rules afterwards. I take offense to that. You can. Like somebody pulling someone from their home killing them and taking something from them because of what they need to survive? Is that what you mean, Rick? Mal wanted power. He was willing to do anything to receive that power. So he made a deal with a god to get that power. Now he wants to find a way to keep that power and be rid of the deal. Well, you can't do that, Rick. You you can't have it both ways. Gavin's case is a little different. He was uh, a vampire hunter in training, and he did something stupid. He ended up being turned, and he made a deal to ensure the survival of his soul. He was afraid of death. He's afraid of what comes after death. Phrasma does not really care for vampires much. Is there not a god of redemption that these people could go to? Is it really so... Oh, there certainly is, and that's the thing people seem to fail to understand about Mr. Gavin, is that he was a very intimate follower of the God of Redemption, and he could have chosen to call on her, and he chose to call on someone else instead. Phrasma doesn't let you get a hold of your people if they're sorted properly and they happen to be undead. You just get turned into fucking dust. I'm just saying, the man had a choice. He chose. He is living with that choice. Now, if they want free of this, there are certainly things they could do to ask the gods to enter into negotiations. Perhaps the god that they would be more inclined to would uh, have something that their particular gods want that they'd be willing to trade. That is the way these things are normally dealt with. But uh, 
Rick had a very different idea. So the, your plan was to... Was to steal the bow from you and take it to Garyon to get what he wanted, but also give me the knowledge that I already had that Garyon was, let's say, gunning for me in hopes that I would grant him a boon as well. And that kind of throws a cog in. Asmodeus was going to grant who a boon? Well, Rick was trying to get favors from both of us. Did they coerce you into this mission, Rick? Why do you... Why couldn't they have just done it the way Asmodeus says? Why couldn't they have done it the proper way? Because Garion's not going to let go of Mal. As far as Gav goes, I don't know. I didn't know about that. So he tricked you. He didn't give you all the information. Gav didn't give him any information. Mal did. From what I understand, there's not a snowball's chance in hell that Garion's going to give up Mal with what he's doing. Then Mal needs to stop what he is doing. He can't. Why can't he? Because it's in his contract. Are they competing contracts you can have? Once you sign a contract with the devil, you have to adhere to it or bad shit happens, right? Yes. So Mal's contract will continue him along what he's doing. That will not end well. It's going to give something very powerful even more power. Gav, like I said, I didn't know that you could just petition for this. And maybe maybe Lorcan would let go and maybe he wouldn't. From what I understand, him and there's another competing vampire god that that's that's it as far as I can tell for holding on there. But I figured you could trade one large power for another and then the knowledge that that power is being used against you I like kind of like flip my hand at uh, Asmodeus um, can keep it from becoming a problem. But Rick, if you steal the bow from me, I won't be able to hold up my part of the contract. But it won't be your fault. And from my understanding, your boss here can just shit another one out. (laughs) It's not exactly how I'd put it, but close enough. So that's not exactly a very important part, is it? It, it, It kind of is, because if someone needs help, I am happy to help. But if I give it willingly, I knowingly break my contract. If you steal it from me, you betray me, but still help these people. But now I know that you are after the bow. Yep. See, we're finding out a lot of fun little secrets tonight. You can try and guard it, Burgard. But then you're still going to try to take it. And I'll have to defend it, or I will be breaking my contract. Well, let's be fair. I know he wants my bow, too. But if I don't... So I suppose the game becomes, is Rick stupid enough to try to steal my bow from my champion? (laughs) Rick, if you are foolish enough to take it, I have to defend it or I will break my contract. I will not be able to just give it to you. I know, Brickard. Then we will be in a fight to the death. One of us will have to be defeated. It's, It's too late. It's too fucking late now. So then the question becomes, 
whatever avenues can we pursue to this end? Is there someone, Garyon, Asmodeus, and the vampire god all hate together that we could team up against? Is there any other, the god of rede- the god or goddess of redemption? Who are they? Perhaps we Seven, could get it. Right. <laughs> <sighs> um, there's only two <laughs> things the devil hates more than a demon. It's a broken contract and another devil. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. As far as your little friend Mal goes, if you really want to buy his freedom for him, I do have the power to take what I want. Garyon is beneath me. Yeah, but then what's the cost? That is the question. What are you willing to pay? I'm not playing this game. It seems like you were playing the game, Rick. I don't have any leverage this way. This is not the way you win the game, Rigard. I wasn't setting out to win a game. I was setting out to save the world and my friends. I'm working on something else. Oh, please share with the rest of the class. No. Well, you have balls. So I'll give you that. Not too many people just flat out deny me. If you don't know already, I'm not going to give you more. <laughs> I don't know, Rick. What do you have planned? How much worse can it possibly get? I guess we'll find out. I I do think that we would get a lot more accomplished working together. Problem is, working together isn't free. Working together isn't equal. Well, if you only work with those who are equal to you, you're not going to get much done. Very little on life is free, Rick. You know that. Everything has a cost. Our, our magic had a cost, and then you had your transformation, and I went through mine, and we have another cost to bear for that. Nothing is free. Yeah, Rigard. I haven't found out where or if I'm going anywhere yet. When I die, I either turn to dust or I go into the hands of something that I finally break down and need the help of. But it's been two weeks. It hasn't been that long. It feels so much longer than two weeks. As it stands now, if you were to die, Phrasma would eradicate you. Yep. Is that so bad? You just don't have an afterlife. You're just gone. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. You don't understand how this world works, Bergen. And that's not how things generally work. So you don't want to be indebted to a god, let's say. Is that what I'm hearing here? Mm Mm-hmm. Well. I barely understand why you even bother. Well, the planes are much like other places in some ways. Uh, You can't have a town without people to live in it and people to work there and souls are needed. So this world is just a fucking fish farm for souls. Every world is the same in that aspect. Rick, you have been harvesting souls yourself. Soul gems. But they contain souls. For now, yeah. Is your goal to free these souls? Oh, I should certainly hope not. 
It's no different. You are no better or worse than Asmodeus and any of these other gods. You are controlling uh, fates. Brigard, Brigard, let's be fair. I think I am slightly better. At least I am upfront about what I'm doing. I'm not lying to people about it. I haven't lied. I just haven't said. Were you going to tell me that you needed the bow before or after you stole it from me? Were you going to steal it outright or were you going to kill me when I had to sleep? I was going to steal it. Why would I kill you, Brigard? You know I can't just let you have it. Once it's too late, there's no reason to fight. If there's nothing you can do to get it back, you can't protect it anymore. Don't I have to defend it with my life? It's the... It's already gone. There's nothing to defend. That's the goal. I am to reclaim it. He was going to take it from you and hand it over to Garyon, who would destroy it. So, in his mind, you would have no reason to then fight for what doesn't exist anymore. What if... What if we gave him a decoy and he destroyed that? Why don't we... You think we're going to trick a fucking god with a fake? So then we... What? Just go on? I I get the bow? We get the bow together and... It's too late. I can't do anything about it now. I have to find out another way. There is no other way. He wants the bow. There is... That's all he wants. There's always something else. Well, then why isn't there something else for the other things because I don't know how to do it yet and I don't know if I can do it in time I just have to double down on that not worry about the bow and of course he won't ask for help because he won't be indebted to anybody I thought Russell was supposed to be the gambler Rick which honestly I find kind of strange because he takes his approach as if uh, all of us are the same not all gods would deal with him in the same way but uh, he has just decided he hates us all for existing, I suppose. You all want something. Don't you want something, Rick? I want something. Yes, we all want something. Everybody does. But people with power get what they want. People who are too weak to get it themselves end up paying that price. It's a very cynical worldview. He's not wrong, though. Before coming to Dustress... I would prey on the slow member of the pack of deer. The slower animals were always taken first. And there are those who do that. I won't deny that. But it is not all the gods. And it was for my survival that I did such things. The fact that he wants to lump us all together, I suppose, is my objection. Can't say I've read about too many that aren't from either your circle or something worse. Perhaps you need to broaden your reading. And perhaps the reading, the writing is written in such a way to sway you. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Everything he's read about me has told him that I am an evil motherfucker that cares nothing for the people who worship me. Asmodeus wants something, and I needed to survive to save my friends in the city, in the town of Hillpoint. But if I did not care one way or the other, I wouldn't be here talking to you. And Rick, if they didn't use us and they fought all out against each other, it would just destroy the world all over again. Isn't this better? Tell me, Rick, how does it feel to know that Rick is the smart one? Rick just kind of like, Rick is trying 
as I am to think of what to say next. <laughs> it's tough, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do y'all need a uh, like a five minute breather to gather your thoughts? I'm pretty much good. I, I think I've I think I've got Briggard in line here. I don't just <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, like this. This is this is literally me trying to pick my words, but Rick is in the same situation. Like, okay, I was uh, just gonna so offer it up. I just I just wanted to say that because there was a long pause where I was thinking, and I realized there was a long pause where I was thinking. That's fine. You'll cut That's that out. That's what editing is for. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't have anywhere to be. You you get it right. I will do the same. You're good. You're manipulative perhaps but uh i think your friend here got a pretty good deal for me not saying he didn't he is alive he has some very good powers and per the terms of his contract he will not just be any soul when he does join me he will replace balius who was killed in the war he will be my right hand man how many people get that offer, though? Well, not many. You only need one. I'm just saying that you're approaching this whole thing as if I somehow robbed him of something. As far as it goes, I think he got off pretty good. It's the rest of us I'm worried about. Then you simply have to be careful in your negotiations, don't you? Of course, that's assuming that you go with a god that does negotiations. You could go with one of those bleeders that is just all about trying to make the best life. I'm sorry that you were approached by a vampire to save your life after the calamity of Hillpoint. Rick and I was given a choice. It was death or this. I would have chosen anything to remain alive and to save the city. Hard choice to make, especially given the state I was in. Or not a hard choice to make given the state I was in. Whatever the hell that place was. From my understanding, that's... You were basically being held in a void, in a, a state of nothing, while it was determined whether you wanted to take the deal you were being offered or not. If you had decided not to take it, you would have moved on to the boneyard and awaited your judgment. I don't think you made the wrong choice there, Rick. I think the person who made you that deal knew exactly what they were doing. It's just unfortunate you weren't approached by someone like Asmodeus who... Who gets to decide? ...has some sort of moral compass. Is there not a way you can just devote yourself to the redemption god, goddess Serenray? Oh, he could certainly petition her. But uh, given some of his actions of late, I'm not sure she would be wholly interested in him. You think this fucker has a moral compass? His purpose is power so that he can take control of everything. Who, me? Yes, you. No. My purpose is to make sure that everything obeys the contract of creation. Your purpose is to take away free will. 
I don't know that I would go completely that far. I just want people to know their place and do what they need to do. Which you get to decide. You're lucky, Gregard. You get to be number two. I did not take this deal to become number two. I took this deal to save my friends. And I'm dealing with the consequences of that. I'm making... I, I have been given great gifts, yes, but I also... I know he is not a kind, loving God. Look at him. The entire area, the nature that I love so much is wreathed in flame right now. I know he is not... I almost said God. Uh, I know he is not a good person. No one is wholly good. No, that's not true. There are some. And as per your contract, I have spoken to one of them. And should you not lose your way, there is a chance that uh, instead of winding up at my side, they may be willing to make a trade for you. I signed my contract for you, though. Yes, but let us say that I have an inkling that the goodness in your heart is such that it is not ever going to change. So when you fulfill the contract, if you are still a good man, instead of serving at my side, this other goddess may very well take you to hers and give me something else in exchange. Well, what if I take that bargain? What if I pledge myself to following their ideals and in exchange, you take Rick under your protection? A swap. Rick doesn't want my protection. Rick, you must want Asmodeus more than you want the vampire, the, the, the phrasma eradication. There's, this is another choice. This is another way. This is our other way. You tell me not to jump into things, Brigard. This is one thing that I've been thinking a lot about. I haven't come to a conclusion yet. Why don't we do this, boys? You go. You talk to your possible god behind the bar. See what you can find out. And we will meet up again in the morning to discuss your findings and anything else you wish to discuss. Is there anything you can tell us about him that will help us? As I say, I I can't see the man, so I'm afraid I'll be of very little help. Things about Eris still. Um, well, Eris still is all about nature and agriculture and hunting and family and communities and all the stuff that is very important to mortals and seemed more than eager to sign the contract to restore the world and make a home for people. So it was quite shocking when he disappeared. This is uh, Don asking this. Oh, I don't have to do the burger voice, uh, partly. Uh, <laughs> wasn't it stated outright that uh, they, Asmodeus believes that Erastel was being held? Uh, he believes or, that, or that, that the suspicion? cult. Yeah, he believes that the cult that is tied to the slavery ring is was somehow involved. Okay, so he believed that wasn't a fact outright. I just want to make sure right. I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, so, yeah. someone that provides community, someone that provides for the community, that's, that's exactly what a tavern keeper does. He may not be out tilling fields or harvesting crops, but he is fulfilling a portion of Erastil's supposed interests. Like I said, I suggest that y'all go maybe talk to the guy, figure out what you can figure out, and then we will meet again in the morning. Does that sound fair? Do you think I'm trying to screw you over, Rick? I haven't seen any paper. Well, then I will see you boys tomorrow. And he will walk back into the flame, and the flames will disappear, and the forest will be as it was. After Asmodeus disappears and everything returns, Brigger's going to slowly rise to his feet, to his full height, and stretch. Brooks kind of just standing there, not looking you in the face. Hands in his pockets, probably. Rick, I didn't want any of this. I didn't know any of... I had no way of knowing any of that. I I thought we were... I thought everything was good. Once we discussed about Russell and we moved on, we... I thought we agreed we were going to move forward with our plans. We were. This was something else. I didn't know that he knew. I wouldn't have asked you to call him. You didn't know that the god I am a champion for knew all of that. You thought you you asked me about deceiving a god. You were trying to deceive a god. It's just more foolishness, Rick. I'm I'm hurt by this. I'm deeply hurt by this. I and now I know too much. I can't let, let's let's instead of rehashing everything we just went through again, let's Let's talk to Dick Horny before we make any decisions, but just hold in your heart my proposition. It seems not ideal, but a far cry better than the current alternative if you are wrong and if you fail. Yeah, like on the way back. Mm. Problem is, Burger, if you take my place or whatever you I take your place I probably am not getting nearly as nice a position or existence there are worse things than nothing I'd prefer not nothing but are you aware of what a Lemure is uh yes small furry creatures from earth another part of earth when i was no, studying that's, about that's a that's a lemur oh i'm i'm sorry i it was in a book i i must have misread what is a lemur it's what happens to people who go to hell and aren't lucky enough to be anywhere higher in the chain they have their entire identity mind everything ripped from them they're just a mass of flesh they're nothing more than meat fodder for devils to send into battle 
or do menial tasks. They're not who they were. Is that what you see for yourself if you're not eradicated by Phrasma? Do you think that given the current relationship we have that I'm going to get much better? Devils are petty. They are petty, but they want things. But you said that these Lemures, everything is stripped from them, so you would be gone anyway. It would just be your your flesh. No, it would be my soul. You said everything was ripped from you. Yes, but when you die, your body doesn't go, your soul does. Your soul would be turned so into your this... soul becomes... Yes, that's what happens. What if in our bargaining with Asmodeus, we... We, we stack that in our favor. Uh, I seem to be in good standing with him. If we work hard at this and use that to our benefit in dealing with him, let it be known that you will try your best, but a Lemur is not preferred over eradication itself. But then I still have to exist in hell, which from... Everything I've read is nothing like a world I would want to be in. But you're not beyond redemption, Rick. He's said you have done some things, and I've heard some things you've told me that you've done that are not great, but nothing you've done is beyond redemption. Those soul gems you harvested from evil beings that were preying on evil beings, that's not inherently... A terrible thing, isn't it? I don't think so. Have you done anything worse than that? Is there... Have you committed crimes that are irredeemable? I don't think so. I haven't killed anybody other than the slavers, which... I've recently come to an understanding that doesn't make us much better. No, the the things you did with those two specifically did give me alarm, but you were rash as you are often are, Rick. Maybe this is your chance to grow, to grow up even and learn from your mistakes. It is not going to be easy. I'm not saying Asmodeus will just take you. I'm saying in this journey we're on together, this could be your way of proving you're better than hell. You deserve more than hell and eradication. But then here's the problem. I only know of four gods that take vampire souls. Two of them are devils. One of them's far worse than a demon. And don't exactly know how I feel about the other one, having learned a little bit more about her. Asmodeus is a devil. That word is poisoned in your mind, Rick. It's, I feel like you may be using your old world prejudices in this world i i was never into that shit back then here they have rules that's everything about them is they have rules and within those rules they will work around them in every way to fuck you over and come out on top they're all about power over the weak anyone weaker than them is someone they push around control they dictate the life of those beneath them. But Rick, that's just life. 
if you don't want to play by their rules, if you don't want to be bullied by people who are ob objectively more powerful than us in every way, your only other alternative is you become a god yourself. Why don't you just take the lesser of the evils? What is this one that you do not know of? She, they seem to be the one you didn't have the you. That one seemed to be the one you had the least against. Calistria, the problem is I fit into some of it. Don't know if I fit into most of it. And her whole thing is being petty as shit. So that might make life just about as bad as hell. Would it though, Rick? When you were resurrected, your first chance you got, you confronted Russell and tried to beat the hell out of him. And it took everything that I had not to kill him. Haven't you shown that you are, at least in some way, petty yourself? Perhaps it is an uncomfortable truth that you are in fact perfect for this Calistria. Like Asmodeus, I like being powerful. I wanted to save my friends. I wanted to be a hero. I took that on knowing what he looks like, knowing, having a feeling of the way it appears, but it, it's aligned with my feelings. It's the difference between acting and wanting to take vengeance and having to take vengeance, having to be petty at every opportunity and every chance. Calistria probably would have killed Russell. And then Russell could have been confronted with a choice of his own. We don't know. These are things that we can't guess at. We need to deal with what we have been given now. We have choices now. I also have the choice to wait and figure it out and to get stronger so that I'm harder to kill. Is that your goal then? Just to embrace the vampiricness? Vamp? Vampirism? Work around. But you cannot, you said it yourself, we cannot outsmart a god. There's no outsmarting them. There's no thinking around them. They already know everything. But I can try and outsmart the people here. Maybe other than fucking Dick Horny, who's possibly a god. So that will be your life, outsmarting everyone around you? Living long enough to figure things out living he like throws his hands up in quotations it's constantly running constantly worried about a knife in the back how is that different than before i'm worried about it yes but my my entire day isn't consumed by who is going to betray me well i mean now a little bit with, with that little uh, addition at the end like, Rick doesn't say anything, but you could probably tell uh, that hurt a little. Uh, I think Briggard's of enough mind that he he sees this and doesn't enjoy it. He's, he's He is hurt, and he just hurt back, so he'll, he'll absorb that, but then continue on. That will be your entire existence rather than admitting your place in the universe, in the, in the world, and working within those confines. We can do great things. We've proven that we can do amazing things. 
hiding from destiny and fate just going to make you insane I'm not hiding well I mean uh, on a literal scale of course I am I it doesn't help to broadcast what I am but I'm working to survive I'm working to live long enough to figure it out because unlike you and unlike Russell I haven't had as much time to think and figure my life out I haven't had as much opportunity to be free and he, he like motions at Brigard or to figure out how I want to lie to live my life I've been stuck under the thumb of other people my entire life until I came here I had no power I had no say I had nothing the only time that I ever got anything was when I left for days at a time and just fucking hid out in a goddamn building that was abandoned and got stabbed by a goddamn hobo because I was in their turf. That was their place, not mine. So I'm figuring it out. I want the time to figure it out. Before I just like Gav and just like Mal make a fucking decision I can't take back. What if this is that moment already and you choose the wrong one? What if your choosing to wait is the wrong decision? Then I'll have to fucking deal with it. But it's better than locking in and finding out I was wrong. Then I must let you make that decision for yourself. We are friends, Rick. Even though you have hurt me and I have hurt you now, we are still friends and I... Though I want what is I feel is best for you, I didn't know all of any of that. I didn't know how enslaved you were already before coming here. Now I understand a little more your zeal against these slavers we are hunting. So I won't push. I will respect your decision and we will fight alongside each other as long as we can and then deal with whatever comes that way. Rick nods. And I think that's where we're going to end for the night. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Desters Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Alamancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting. And for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you and fuck you too, sir.
Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We had an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had Travis. I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? (laughs) LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the untimely dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is last call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time. Thank <laughs> you.